let's talk about Disneyland Park in Southern California. Hey, this is Celiac and Gluten-Free Living with Deb. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things gluten-free. I was diagnosed with celiac disease back in 2005. I had never heard of the disease before I was diagnosed and I had a lot to learn (laughs) and there were a lot of bumps in the road and I had to kind of just feel my way through until I knew what I was doing and it was not easy. And so that just inspired me to make this podcast now because I wish I would have had someone there to help me, give me tips, share information with me back in 2005, but I didn't. Um, So I hear about celiac disease a lot more now. I feel like people are getting properly diagnosed. The awareness is going up. And in addition to, uh, you know, those fad diets of gluten-free and other people wanting to eat gluten-free for various reasons has also made life for people with celiac disease a little bit easier and that helps a lot as well so I just want to talk a little bit about Disneyland Um, uh, I went to Disneyland this past year I actually live not terribly far from Disneyland far at least close enough to drive and go there for the day so I've been there several times and experienced eating gluten-free on multiple occasions so I'm just going to talk a little bit about my last trip to Disneyland in case you're planning on coming to Disneyland in California um, you know maybe this episode will be helpful um, if you're not familiar with Disney they are very friendly allergy friendly so if you have other allergies or if you have celiac disease or other things um, that ha- make your diet challenging. Uh, Disney is actually quite accommodating and you usually can find what you're looking for and that makes life a lot easier especially when you're just going to have a good day. So if you're going to eat or if you're going to have a gluten-free day at Disneyland one way to do it is you could even bring your own food but that means you have to take a time out from your trip or during the day go out to your locker or to your car or whatever you might have. Um, I think they, they have lockers. I can't honestly remember if they have lockers outside the park they used to. Um, but you can also just take a tram to the parking lot and eat your lunch there, save yourself some money, have some gluten-free food and go back. However, that does take time out of your day. And, um, but it is a possibility. Otherwise, if you're there and you just want (coughs) to, eat there in the park it's possible to get breakfast lunch and dinner gluten-free and um, if you even eat that many meals at the park they also have so many snacks and other things like that now just be prepared because everything's expensive even just a ticket itself is expensive getting in the park is expensive everything's overpriced so it's just it's one of those splurges if you want to go splurge splurge for the day and not really worry about stuff and buy your food it's definitely possible to do that Uh, you definitely would want to download the Disney app uh, before you go into the park and you're going to use that app because it has a map on there and uh, you can also order ahead of time with food and that's been really helpful I think my last trip there I only used the app to order food so I could be standing in line somewhere for a ride and I could be ordering food to pick up as soon as I get off the ride and that's really nice too and it does let you select uh, gluten-free options in the app as you order so of course you can check out their website and find out find out all the places that are gluten-free and you can check out their maps and think about where you might go during that day 
Um, <clears throat> I, I just knew there were options, and so I didn't get that intense with my planning because I knew there were places around the park that had gluten-free selections, and so I wasn't really worried about it or anything like that. Um, so I'll mention a couple places just that I ate, and there are other options. Remember that. So one place, uh, Disneyland, first of all, is, if you look at the map, has different parts that are named. Like there's the Main Street USA, which starts at the entrance of the park and goes, and it has shops. And it just kind of goes straight down. It has shops, restaurants, and things like that. And then they have different lands, like Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Frontierland, uh, that are different parts and portions of the park. And I feel like there's always something close by that you can eat that's gluten-free. So that's the nice part. Uh, I ate at three places when I was there. One was a uh, snack. And uh, the place that I got a snack uh, was called the Tropical Hideaway, and it's an adventure land. So this is basically, it's just a dull whip float, like where they have dull whips. So dull, pineapple dull whip is like a soft serve pineapple I want to say, uh, I feel like it's almost like a soft serve pineapple ice cream. I'm not actually sure if it has dairy in it or not, but it is gluten free. And they have the p pineapple uh, whip itself, which is like a soft serve. They have a swirl float. They have a man chili mango flavor as well. I didn't try that. I just had the pineapple dual whip, which again, just soft serve pineapple like ice cream basically. And it's all gluten-free. They say all their whips are gluten-free. So if you love pineapple, stop by there. It's really, really good. Um, it's actually right. Um, if you go during the summer, one way to cool off is actually just to grab a pineapple dull whip because it's cold. And then they have the Tiki Tiki room. I can't, I think that's what it's called still. <laughs> the Tiki Tiki room, which is basically a room right next to the dull whip place. You go in, it's free. You just go in, sit down, relax. It's air conditioned, and you just watch a short, maybe 10 minute show. And they let you bring food in, in there with you and drinks and whatnot. So it's a great way to just cool off on a hot summer day, which is exactly what I did when I went there. Um, not too far from that place, there is a place on Main Street, USA. It's called the Jolly Holiday Bakery and Cafe. Um, they have a lot of uh, gluten-free options. Again, I used the mobile app ahead of time, which was great. I put in what my order was, and then they had a separate part where if you are picking up a mobile order, you just go to the mobile order line, and they basically you show them your phone. They hand you your food, and you go find a place to sit. Super easy because lines can get quite long at Disneyland. At the Jolly Holiday Bakery and Cafe, I ordered a grilled cheese on a bun and tomato soup. It was a gluten-free grilled cheese, and uh, the tomato soup was also gluten-free. It was pretty good. They have oven-roasted turkey sandwich. Uh, you can also get a side of tomato soup or just a cheese toasted cheese sandwich. They have a holiday, a, uh, holiday salad, they call it. They do have a gluten-free chocolate chip cookie, which I also had, which was pretty good. Blueberry muffin, brownie, and um, a turkey sandwich. 
uh, all listed as gluten-free. They have a raspberry Mickey macaroon, but it also says there's possible cross-contamination because it's in a shared display case with other items that are not gluten-free. Um, I did really enjoy having a sandwich and soup. It filled me up. Um, I felt good about it. I had the cookie. The cookie was, uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't the best cookie in the world. It wasn't the worst cookie in the world, but it was kind of nice to be able to just grab a cookie and eat it, eat it with my meal. And I felt full and satisfied and ready to keep on having fun. So that was a great option. The other place I went to was on the other side of the theme park in Tomorrowland. It was, uh, alien pizza, I believe it is. And that sounds scary, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Alien Pizza Planet, actually. So at Alien Pizza Planet, again, I used the app. And I think I used the app. Yes, I did. Um, they have a gluten-free cheese pizza or pepperoni pizza. They also have gluten-free salad. And they also have a macaroon. Again, possible cross-contamination. So I didn't even try the macaroon, but they do have it there. Uh, so for the pizza, if you're really hungry, I'd order two. I mean, it's a, it's not huge, but if you just want a small meal, like a pizza and a salad are great. But if you're really hungry, grab two just because, um, I don't know, it's a little bit smaller, but it was tasty. And when I went to the pizza place, the chef actually came out to talk to me and give me my food in person. So it was kind of nice because I feel like they paid attention to the allergy, so to speak. I know it's not an allergy if you have celiac disease, but the rest of the world understands that word allergy, so I use it sometimes when I'm out. When I say I have a really bad allergy, people understand that. I don't like to spend time explaining celiac disease unless I feel in the mood to. Uh, but, you know, the basic message I usually try to get across to people is I can't do this or this will happen, right? And if you say allergy, sometimes people understand that because some people have life-threatening and very severe allergies. So if you kind of describe it that way, they understand better and they remember better because that's the main thing is that I like people to remember. <laughs> I don't want them to have a conversation and then forget two seconds later. But anyways, this was ordered ahead of time in the app, but just because the chef came out and had a conversation with me and assured, to, assured me that these were gluten-free, it showed me that they did take extra caution, precaution, I should say, and... <clears throat> and they took it seriously. So that was really nice. So if you are going to Disneyland, um, just know that there's a lot of allergy-friendly and gluten-free options. And if you don't even know where to go, most people are knowledgeable of it. So you can just ask at the counter and they might be able to tell you where to go or what to have or what not to have. It's, um, I think it's a question that they get a lot and people are ready for that question there. <clears throat> Now, I didn't go to California Adventure, which is another park that belongs to Disney, which is right facing Disneyland. <clears throat> Some people get passes and they ho can hop back and forth between the parks. But um, I haven't gone to California Adventure, like, I didn't go this last year, but I have been in the past. And, and I know enough to t tell you that it's the same over there as it is at Disneyland, um, where they have options throughout the park. Uh, when I went there several years ago to the California Adventure side. I had a gluten-free pasta there and um, uh, probably some other things I can't remember right off the bat, but they did have options similar to Disneyland. 
and they are definitely around the park and you can find them so you don't have to worry about that as well. Um, <coughs> something to t remember too that between the two parks they ha have a little area where you can walk where you don't need a ticket it's just outside the parks where they have it restaurants and shopping and things like that um, so that's another possibility you might be able to explore the restaurants um, right next to the theme parks and be able to find things that are gluten-free as well um, so if you're planning a trip to Disneyland just know the options are good and uh, have fun be prepared to you know dig into your pocketbook a little bit or get creative <laughs> and uh, take time out and bring your own food too but you know I don't know the cost of the ticket just to get through the door is expensive enough so maybe you don't want to add any too many expenses onto that and I understand that as well um, for me when I take a day off or take a vacation I just don't really want to work too much and I don't want to waste too much time <laughs> and with the crowds these days like at Disneyland and things like that every it's like everything takes a long time going on rides take a long time unless you're lucky and you get there on a day where like nobody's there but it's just hard to take like that much time out of my day to go all the way to my car eat and come back so I just pretty much don't feel like doing it I kind of just realize okay I'm gonna go here I'm gonna splurge and this is what I'm doing today so here I go um, so anyways, uh, I hope you enjoy yourself. If you get yourself over there to Southern California, check it out. It's a fun place just to do once. I don't know. I mean, some people, it's like a lifestyle, okay, for some people <laughs> that live in Southern California. Like their life is Disneyland. Not everybody, okay, but there's definitely people that are annual pass holders that are there like all the time. It's like part of their daily routine or daily life or whatever. I'm not quite that extreme. Um, I like to do other things, but you know, it's kind of cool to check out. It's kind of fun just to go every now and then just at least to say you went. <laughs> so check it out. All right, you guys, I hope you um, enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Hey, I forgot to say, can you please stop rate the show five stars? It'll help the show grow, write a review. That will also help. I really appreciate it. Have an amazing day, you guys.